I'm Carrie Recaro, and you're watching 110 Football. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. It was another tough result over the weekend. We'll get to that in a second. But first, let me introduce today's panel. We have Jen Munoz returning, gracing us with her presence once again in the sparkly top. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be back. So cute. And we have Miss Nina Kiefer. Hey, everybody. Good to be here again. And last but not least, she's back. We have Angel City defender Sarah Gordon. Hello, everyone. Ooh, and if you have any questions for Sarah, make sure you get us in the chat. Like, subscribe, interact with us all show long, and we'll be sure to get to your questions. So actually, before we get started, I have a little surprise. So I moved pretty recently, and I've been really slow at unpacking. And when I was unpacking my office the other day, I found this um, oh. Chicago Red Stars <laughs> Sarah Gordon trading card. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a pregnancy. And, <laughs> it's a Sarah Gordon. I need you to. I need you to sign. Oh, yes! Wow. I was going through them and I found I my. I'm honored to sign your <laughs> card. Look at you. I found my my NWSL cards, my Parkside cards, and I was I saw like Chicago Red Stars. I'm like, there's no way I have Sarah's card, but let me let me look. Sure enough. That's amazing. I love she, it. That's amazing. Love that. There she is. It's all so authentic. There Last, you go. Like, okay. Oh, worth a lot of this. money. I was gonna say oh, worth millions. Like Just be careful. <laughs> Yeah. Can I trade? Oh, not the zoom in. Look at that. Look at that. Sarah. Yes, mysterious rebel. You can get your sign too. It'll cost you though. Someone said, "Show us the shoes, Meg." Oh. Different shoes today. They're not that special. We can do a little shoe off later. Thanks. I did boots today. Okay. Well, let's get the Anyways, back on topic. Anyways, angels wear boots. We're ready to dive head into that Sunday's. I'm sorry, into Sunday's wild match. It's time for hashtag trending. I mean, unfortunately, y'all, we had a 2-2 a draw. I know that I don't think how we expected this match to go, especially after last week's predictions. I mean, we were kind of saying there's a chance that Orlando's been struggling, but what's going to happen when we go down on the road and, and face them? So what do you guys think about the match? There, yeah. was, there was a lot of factors, I feel like, a lot of external factors. I mean, the heat, obviously away, and I think... You know, just that mentality. I'm sure they went in, obviously, with that, you know, under, not underdog, but, you know, winning mentality. Like, we need to win after the last game, but obviously with the other factors, I think it affected them a little bit. Yeah, heat and humidity, and I don't think they took a water break either, which was kind of weird to me, but also pouring rain for a good chunk of the game as well. And in addition to that, I think when we were making our score predictions, I don't think any of us ever considered the fact that LaRue wouldn't play or Emsley wouldn't play. Not at all. That was a shock to me, and I thought Gilles would be back, so... Yeah. I think those factors definitely played a big role in this. Yeah, I feel like once again, a lot of injuries, a lot of people out, and it's really just, I mean, it's been a difficult season for these women dealing with these injuries and all this adversity. And I feel like we say this every show, but I mean, it's disappointing. It's disappointing to concede a goal again um, in the last minutes of the game and absolutely no fault on Paige because as a defender, I have been there, you know, I, I've made mistakes and given up goals. And it's a difficult position to be in when you're literally facing the goal. You don't know who's behind you. You know, you're cramping. It's the 90 whatever minute. Um, so I know it's disappointing. Um, I texted Paige after the game because I really felt her and, and you know, yeah. those big moments are hard. But 
It's I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna get it back, you know? Yeah, and you gotta shake it off. You gotta be ready for the next match, but I mean, I just wanna just, not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, oh, but <laughs> was LaRue really yeah. sick or was there like some behind the scenes, like you can't play against us at home? No, she was really <laughs> sick. She was actually sick, honestly. Uh -huh. um, yeah, she's had it pretty difficult since she's moved here because she's been sick twice it's the smog? now. But <laughs> it's the pollution. But I it's also feel like it's important to say that Orlando, I mean, weren't they undefeated last month? They didn't have that many wins, but they're kind of like finally getting their groove together, um, some consistency. And so I'm sure they came in with the mentality of we need to win at home. We need to yeah. bring more fans in. We need to get our shit together. Can I say that word? Yeah, yeah. You can. Why not? Sure. We, we, I we said need you to get can. it together. <laughs> well, then how much does the, you know, the humidity play a factor in this as well? Girl. A dehydration. What's, what's it like playing around? I don't know. Did you guys hear the commentators? They were like, well, you know, Angel City is in LA, 75 and sunny. And I think it's oh. so funny how everyone thinks like we're all just chilling in LA and like On the perfect. beach. Just like, yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're dehydrated. I, yeah. I'm sure half of the girls were dizzy at some point heading the ball. I mean, right. it happens. You, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was difficult. Brian Chua in the chat is saying, to add to what Sarah mentioned about late goals, ACFC has given up seven second-half goals in four games. And, yeah, that is not good at all. But I will point out, we did get our first-ever corner kick goal. Hey! <laughs> yeah. That's a win. We had so many corner kicks where nothing happened. But, yeah, and JR, to your point as well, Timurak was a real problem in that match. She was everywhere, and I was surprised at how much she showed up for the team. Yeah, I feel like the late goals, you know, obviously speaking from a defensive-minded player, that's one thing that I, I truly think will be a focus going forward. Um, obviously, the team switched into a five-back with three center backs, and so, you know, this game, it was serious. It was like, we are not going to give up a late goal, and it's really disappointing to do that. I think, you know, for me, I see we need to be a little bit better at defending in the wide spaces, especially late in the game. So the cross, you know, that led to the goal, we're not even in that situation. Um, but you know that's going to be a point of contention going forward yeah. is we cannot give up second-half goals and late goals. Yeah. Do you think it was most, like, unlucky, or do you think it was uh, a subject of just, like, not being focused? I, I absolutely think it, it was unlucky. I absolutely do. I mean, it's so late in the game, and like you guys said, it's humid, you're cramping, you're dehydrated. And on top of that, it's a difficult position to be in and to defend across like that. That's why I say, like, defending in the wide spaces and really getting out there so we're not even in that situation, it's hopefully what we can do going forward. Yeah. How much do things change when you switch to something like five in the back? Like, is that something that you practice for? Or, cause I feel like that would definitely disrupt some of the chemistry and yeah. how everyone plays their position. So yeah. I feel like that can add to a little bit of confusion as well. Right. I agree. I, you know, haven't been at training the last few weeks, so I'm not sure how much they've worked on it. But for me, from my experience in switching into a five back, you can get flat and then you don't know exactly who's covering what space. So it can definitely make things a little bit more confusing or difficult. Um, and it's something that clearly needs to be worked on a little bit more. Yeah. I think obviously too, it lessens the um, kind of just those passing lanes up front, which leads to maybe, you know, you play back all the time or you have less options and it's just like very cluttered sometimes. Yeah. Is that kind of why towards the end, especially after um, Charlie came on, we were just kind of booting it up there and like just letting her run kind of almost solo at times. Yeah, I think we also, we needed to lengthen the field um, and she did a great job of coming on and giving us the long option, which we didn't really have before. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for her, it's just the final moments that need to click for her, but she does a great job of really changing the game and coming on. And being She's like a little spark, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the game, Captain Allie Riley had this to say, I trust everyone on this team. 
there is a lot of belief and there is so much support for each other. That is all you can ask for. We are going to make the playoffs. I think that's definitely a very, um, I don't want to say bold's not the right word, but that's just like a great statement to come out from your from your captain. I mean, with just mm -hmm. conviction, we are going to make the playoffs. So what do you what do you have to say about Ali's leadership? I think as a player, I think that gives you a sense of confidence, a sense of hope. Obviously, you want to think positively, but I think hearing a veteran, your captain, say that kind of just gives you that extra fire in you to bring it the next few games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mirrors in the chat is saying confident. Yeah, I think that's what we needed to see from our team. We wanted to see that confidence and that faith in themselves yeah. because after, it, I mean, it wasn't a loss. It's a tie, but it feels like a loss to yeah. some degree because we were up and because it was an own goal. And to have your team put out such a confident statement right after, it's like, it lessens the blow almost. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we do got this. And yeah. you remember that we are strong. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, especially as a young player and trying to navigate a long season, you can really feel down and conceding like goals, tying, losing. And so to have someone really leading the way is so important because if you don't have that leader, you know, you don't know what's gonna come next. So I think it's really important, it's necessary and also, it is possible. We are in seventh yeah. place. Yeah. Like, we are not, you know, the yeah. bottom two. So it's absolutely possible. I absolutely believe that this team can make the playoffs and will make the playoffs. Well, and then it's funny, too, because first of all, we have um, where the uh, Mysterious Rebel saying the re receipts were funny this week because last week we were saying Sid was going to be the one to score the two goals mm -hmm. and the goals came from defenders. So we have Ali Riley and Kerry Ricaro who have spent so much time in the league and went from never scoring NWSL goals to now they each have two this season, Ali having hers against, you know, her former team. And so we've been talking this whole time about who's gonna step up and it ended up being our defenders. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about. And I mean, Savannah McCaskill still mm -hmm. not being a forward, being our leading goal scorer. And I think they said out of the 11 Angel City goals or something, Savannah McCaskill has had a part in five of them because she's also had some assists. It's pretty incredible and I think as we've talked, we have seen some like gaps in the front and we are seeing some of our forwards playing defense. So it's also just kind of one of those weird like rotational positions where if we aren't seeing Emsley and LaRue up top, who is gonna score if we're not playing our forwards up top? Exactly. What are we doing? Exactly, yeah. you know, there's some gaps in missing players. And so that's exactly what you need from veteran players to step up in those moments and mm -hmm. score goals. And you know, Carrie and Allie have been around the league and for Allie the world, you know, for a long time. And so that's exactly what we need from them. And I feel like after those goals that you're always itching for more. I mean, you score a goal in game, you're expecting to score another right. one. Right, and you have game. some belief in yourself. Exactly, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of Allie and Allie's goal, let's go ahead and take a look at, um, at her goal from this last match. We'll take a look and listen to it one more time. Headers away, but danger still. Riley! Oh, oh my gosh. Oh! Wow, what a hit! Oh. How did that angle even happen? That's crazy. Just beautiful. Wow. Left foot, see you later. That's beautiful. Against your old team. Beautiful. I could like, not do that. Iconic. <laughs> 100% could not do that. <laughs> also, the way she like took a look up, she knew where that ball was going. Oh, she knew yeah. where it was going. It was, not a, it was not a mistake, no. it was not a cross. It was, no. She wanted it in the back of the net, yeah. Good yeah. for her, wow. It was, was amazing. amazing. Oh, here it comes again. Yeah, please just keep, put this on replay the whole. Absolutely. Beautiful. And it's, it came at an interesting time too because I kind of felt like at this moment, Orlando had the better of the ball and the game and more of the chances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then to really like turn around the momentum, it was, a, it was 
you know, we Perfect. got the momentum after this. So it was, it was what we great needed. timing. Yeah. Thank you, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> you say that is the best goal this season for Angel City? I think it might be. It's up there. It's up there. It's definitely up there. And I, I mean, I think this is one of those things where when you have your captain and you look to them to kind of set the tone and the pace, we saw Ali's quote after the match, but during the game, this is one of those things that as the captain you can do to kind of build that momentum and show people like, no, we can do this. We got this. And I think also her having played in Orlando helped a lot because she was one of the few players that I didn't feel seemed tired as much. Right. Like she was like obviously she as also you can run for 90 for minutes, like she but. she's one of the runners on the team so she yeah. can keep going and going and going as well. So Yeah, sure playing against her old team kind of gave her that we're not losing. Like I'm sure, you know, and that goal too was a cherry on top. Yeah. It was definitely fun. And I saw after the match, too, like she was talking to some of the coaching staff on the sideline. And I, it just gives me the warms and fuzzies a little bit, you know. I don't know. How does that feel when you go back to your old team, even if you're playing against them, and you see those staff members that have shaped I don't oh, know, wait. but they play Chicago this weekend. And <laughs> oh God, we need a W, okay? You know? <laughs> no ties against okay, Chicago. So hypothetically, that you, you know, obviously weren't injured this season and you're, you're traveling with the team to Chicago. What well, is, it's here. Oh, okay, sorry. But say you are traveling to the team to Chicago. Say they're playing away. Um, just like talk me through those emotions. Obviously, it's different. You're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah you all of that. Chicago. But say... I cannot wait for that moment. Okay. Like that's why one of my goals, which I'm not sure is now. Well, actually, let me not say that. They play Ooh. Chicago in Chicago the last game of the season. Okay. But I that moment for me, I'll probably cry because I was I'm a very say, emotional. Are you gonna player. cry? I don't I know just, if I've ever seen it's you special. Cry. But then it's like that <laughs> adrenaline and that emotion. You use it on the field if you use it correctly. Yep. But. That is an important moment to have leaders on your team because it's so easy when you get emotional or, you know, whatever it is to kind of not be able to focus. So it's going to be a crazy moment. I can't wait. But yeah, do you still even that. see the other team or you do you just see like, like you kind of shut that off? Like as opposed to like, that was my team and I have like a love in my heart for them. Or do you just kind of take them as like the enemy of the moment? Well, I haven't done it yet, but I'm, I feel like it's probably a little bit of both. You know, after the game, love them. During the game, it's like... You know, yeah, you're into winning, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I know. I think you're a little intense, so I, I can see you taking off. <laughs> I'm like a little thing. You guys did not see earlier, we were doing TikTok dances, and Sarah was like very intense. Because about. they were doing it wrong, and their timing was off. Oh, my God. Oh, it's all us. I was like, forgetting. I was horrible. I was definitely horrible. Um, well, on to our next topic. I kind of already brought it up earlier, but Carrie does it again, her second goal in as many games. I mean, like mm -hmm. you were saying, from um, was that on a set piece? Carrie's? No. No, it wasn't. I don't, now I have to go back and look. Yeah, it was. It was, was that corner. It was. Yeah. That was the corner kick okay. from June. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure it gives her the momentum, like I was saying, just to like have another goal. It was a spark right. that she needed. And yeah. every time someone scores a goal, you're just. Now Carrie's on the, the goal campaign. She's hungry exactly. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she's like one of those teammates that like, she is such a hard worker. Every practice, every game, like she's going to give it everything. So it's one of those teammates where when they score, like it does affect you because you want to see her win and do very well. You're so happy for them because you see what they do on and off the field. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's I a do win for feel everyone. bad for Carrie though because it seems like when she scored, it's also been at the times when we haven't come away with the win. Yeah. So it's like, does that affect you too as a player? Like, it's bittersweet for sure. I think you could score three goals, have a hat trick and still lose and be like, ah, dang right. it, you know? Right. Yeah. You want to be proud of yourself, but I would, it's for the team first. How do you yeah. not get mad at your teammates in that situation? Because I don't know, for me personally, it would just be difficult to think like, 
I did my part. Come on. Like, I mean, it's part of the game, yeah. you know, like I think if you give it everything you have, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's all you, you have. have. Go. You got to go back to training and, and work on the things and be better next week. Yeah. And I think your team does a really good job of just you guys have such good chemistry. It seems like off the field that on the field you see it. And we I think we've talked about this mm -hmm. a lot of times on the show, but like you could see when a team, you know, has great chemistry and everyone just works for each other. And that's beautiful to see. Yeah. Definitely. It's a very supportive environment, or at least that's how it appears to us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, so this is just off topic, but before we move on, so we're playing Chicago this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I would like a score prediction from you. Oh my goodness, I'm not doing this. Okay, I've been yeah. wrong every time in these <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I won't make you do it, Sarah, for very many obvious reasons. Sarah's like four, Sarah. No, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, I mean, I'm going to obviously be optimistic. I think this tie is really going to even push the girls even more okay. to get a win. Mm -hmm. So I think 2-1. 2-1? From whom? Also, I, I'm not, I, was gonna... I don't watch Chicago that at, at all, but I'm They're assuming 2-1. Okay. Yeah. I think in third. Okay, 2-1 is my no. prediction. Okay. I'm gonna go one nothing and Carrie gets a third. Ooh. I like that. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. I, yeah, and Ben points out we've also got the game Wednesday. Exactly. Which is gonna be a lot. It's a busy yeah. schedule. So and we we'll just see. flew across the country. We're coming back from Orlando. We have a game Wednesday. We have a lot of people who have been injured or ill. It's a difficult schedule this week with everything going on. I say 1 0 because I think, you know, Chicago. Their style of play has always been consistent. You know, they have a culture set. They know what they're doing. They know each other. And I think if we get a goal, which, you know, they they play team defense, I think if we get a goal, that'd be amazing. And 1-0 would be. Yeah, nice. Amanda's pointing out three games in eight days. That's crazy. That's um, a lot. That's a, and that's yeah. 90 minutes for each game, too. Like, people who say, like, I work out all the time, you know, I work out three, four times a week. These girls are working out, training, flying. practicing, flying, right. and going 90 minutes. That's we can't deny how intense that is. Yeah. It's true. Someone asked if... <laughs> I'm tired thinking about it. Like, <laughs> Do you want to do that one before we move on? If it was smart of to schedule that Tigris game, yeah, I, all of the season, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know who did that, but I don't know. Timing feels bad right it now, does. but you also, I don't think anyone could predict the roster that would be as small as it is at this point. Right. So you know, you don't want to be playing players who are injured or who are just trying to get minutes to be healthy again. So it's it's going to be it's exciting. Like we want to see this game. It's For just sure. the timing. Not the best. Yeah. Not in the, the middle best. of season, right in the middle, <laughs> as you're trying to make it to playoffs. I don't think so. Right. Yeah. We'll talk more but, about that in a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. Very true. All right. Well, it's time for Class of 22. This week, we asked the team, if you could bring three things to a deserted island, what would they be? Check it out. Sunscreen, protein powder, and my husband. <laughs> Fried mac and cheese balls from the Cheesecake Factory. Music, my camera. I'd bring my dog. <laughs> Probably like a notebook. And then something for survival, like maybe a knife. I would bring like a knife or something. Bug spray, a blanket or something. A mosquito net, a fire starter. My favorite book, which is Perks of Being a Wallflower. A boat a cell phone, and probably like pretzels or something to snack on. A juicer, <laughs> a bed, and hunting tool. 
pencil i really thought i said that so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself i was gonna say where were you planning to plug in your juicer on this remote desert island a solar juicer oh there, there you we go, go. There i we missed go. that part Pineapple Send juice? The link. you know they'll have fruits coconut juice <laughs> she's on a tropical island she's bringing a ninja food processor to she's her got life. one of the electric ones though that doesn't need to plug in i guess okay Solar panel juicer. I like uh, Vanessa's a boat. Just get me off this. Island. Yeah, smart. Smart. Sure. Okay, so Sarah obviously already answered hers a few months ago, but uh, Nina and Jen, what are you bringing on a deserted island? Oh, definitely sunscreen. I, I after I heard that one, I'm like, yes, sunscreen. Definitely need that. Um, and then like I think about stuff that they do on like Naked and Afraid, and I'm like, knife and <laughs> pot to boil my water. Very smart. <laughs> Too smart for okay. me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go towards the route of bringing my skincare, my disposable camera, and some. <laughs> why a disposable uh, camera? For the for the memes. For the memes. <laughs> You're dying. <laughs> like why not your <laughs> camera? Oh, because this, okay, disposable cameras are really in. They are. They're they trendy. Are They're in, trendy. You're about to die. So. And. <laughs> she was a doctor. And um, I thought juicer was. Wait, bad. I'm not done. And either wine or chocolate milk. Wine for sure. Wine. Chocolate milk is gonna go bad on this deserted island. True. Wine. White wine. <laughs> okay. Cold cool white it, wine. Cool it in the, the ocean. <laughs> if we were all together and we were pooling our resources, I'm bringing the corkscrew that also has the knife. There we go. There we go. Smart, smart. hunting smart. tool. Very smart, Megan. Um, yeah. I was gonna say my phone charger, but I guess where am I plugging it in? To her solar <laughs> panel <laughs> juicer. <laughs> there we go. Um and my dog. Aww. Because she'll provide warmth and cuddles, and maybe she'll help us hunt. Our survivor ratings are oh, one really out of ten. <laughs> I think we've got a spit-off and actually put us all in it. Angels order. survive. <laughs> um, Goodness. We would not survive, actually. We would not. Survive, so. We would make it like a whole 12 hours. Right. Like, okay. as soon as the sun goes down, it's like, <sighs> not so funny. We forgot fire starter, like, guys. We totally <laughs> forgot about fire. We just we'll tap just out. Well, no, I mean, oh, we like, yeah, let's, let's rub the sticks together. If we had Amanda with us, we would be fine. Yeah, We've I'm bringing Amanda. Someone is bringing Malort to the tailgate. Um, I'm from Chicago, so we're you're we're gonna, gonna have to you know see each other. At the <laughs> we're gonna have to. See. There you go. Um, <laughs> nice knowing you all. <laughs> R.I.P. Not if we have you, Amanda. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to Sunday's draw versus Orlando, and we're going to do that by getting Nina's player ratings. I have. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, thoughts after her last player ratings, but we're going to try and give bad. her a clean slate. <laughs> oh. We're we'll going to let you do your thing. I'm going to try to control my face. Bro, you know I'm not going to control my <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, Sarah's not. <laughs> I just asked if security would be present this time because, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not ready to fight. I'm scared a little bit. Let's but start. here we go. All right. Oh, we got to flip this screen here. Oop. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting settled in. All right. Tyler Lucy. So Tyler, I feel like she kind of left the corner up for open a bit and was like pushing up a lot on the attack. And she was unable to stop that attack from a bellow that one time um, that ended up getting to Jenkins and Jenkins actually headed it down and over the crossbar. But she definitely took a beating. Like she laid her heart out there and she had a great cross into Charlie, but the ball was saved by McLeod. So my score for Tyler was 6.5. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think that's a little too low. Wait, 
You okay. Well, it depends, like, what your average is, you know? Like okay, yes. So, to five is still my baseline. Like, five, oh. you showed up, you played okay, you, you were there. You did good. You did good you were or you were average? Average. Okay. Okay. Yeah, five is you did average. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting looks from Meg already. She's literally, like, rolling her nails on the glass, like, ready to control her anger. I just still don't understand this five baseline, but, okay, this is my <laughs> brother. Yeah, the reading. chat. Whatever. You banned at the bank. <laughs> All right, Paige Nielsen, I feel really bad about this because I don't want to kick somebody when they're down, but I mean, she was part of one of the goals because she was the one that was marking uh, Doyle, and that's how one of the goals got in. And what then, yeah, she when McCaskill passed the what ball. What was she supposed to do? Okay, not let she the ball. She was supporting the play. Yeah, I know, but she was still there. Like she was kind of involved in the goal in some way because McCaskill had the bad pass. Yes, I but she was there, and then also she had the own goal. Give us so the I rating. feel really bad. It's a four point five. I disagree with you on the first one because I don't think there was anything she could have done. She was moving her feet a different way and sat past it over here. It's That's a miscommunication. True. It. That is. I also have that on McCaskill later. But she also had the own goal. And it was a weird back that heel. That was three minutes after she entered the game, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Megan Reed, she cleared the ball that Dee Dee was calling for. And I didn't appreciate that, okay, but she was got decent. <laughs> yeah. I got a five like, on her. Out. <laughs> I was like, that tell one time. Not to watch this episode. <laughs> no, no. Off this episode. All right. Allie Riley, she had a really good tackles. I feel like she played really hard. She had the goal. And I'm just saying, Allie Riley scores when I do player rankings. So I think it might have to do with me. I gave her an 8.5. Go, Captain. Um, McCaskill, she, like I said, had that ball where she accidentally passed it away and it led to the goal. I gave Savannah a 6.5 for this match. So are you judging people off of mistakes or are you yeah. judging them off of their like both. overall game? Just things that I noted as I was watching. Okay. So it's both. Like That's why like Allie Riley, she had a lot of really great tackles and I feel like she was very involved in a lot of the plays. She set the tone, so she gets an 8.5. She was good. Do you think Savannah was as involved as she is usually? I feel like Savannah was a step short and was not as active, but I felt like that was across the board for our midfield. I know we say like our midfield has been scoring, but I also do think that there were a lot of missteps there, and I know the heat and humidity, Sarah's dying now. <laughs> right into a, you know, has activated Skip Bayless mode. <laughs> She is. Ugh. All right. Carrie Ricaro. <laughs> anyway, Carrie Ricaro. Okay. So she served the ball well into Charlie for the one breakaway. Um, and that, and then she also had the goal, which I like. So I gave Carrie a 7.5 for this match. Anyone angry? No. Mm -hmm. Next. Okay. Danny Weatherholt. Um, she was jumping in a lot to prevent like quick restarts. And I do think that Danny was a step shy this match but I still do like how she seems to control the game and her awareness on the pitch. So I gave Danny a seven. Okay. All right, no. moving through, Dee Dee. Don't show I'm my just, face. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Megan to kill me on this, but I feel like I was really fair. Like, I feel like Dee Dee oh, had a really- Oh, i of Dee Dee. For... She almost made the save on Doyle's goal and that was a hard place to be in. She had some great positioning. Um, I think Dee Dee had a decent game. I gave her an eight. The chat. Is that acceptable? I think that's acceptable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. It's like one of your Thanks. highest ratings. Yeah. So. <laughs> June seemed off in this game. She was dropping back to defend, but her passes didn't seem sharp. She seemed to 
missed a lot of opportunities and I felt like she was playing catch up a lot. Um, I gave June a seven. Okay. And I think I'm also I a little agree. biased there because June is one of my favorite players to watch, but I feel like she was just really off and slow in this game. Another player that seemed to be off to me was Le'Veon. I felt like Clarice wasn't really doing much and part of the time I kind of forgot she was out there. Um, I gave her a six. Uh, continuing on, Mary Taylor. She drew a foul, she seemed solid. She subbed at half, so 6.5. Like she didn't stand out a lot, but she wasn't awful. As far as subs are concerned, I think Charlie brought a lot to the match and her energy was really good coming on, so I gave Charlie a nice little seven. Emsley didn't play, obviously, for Van Ginkle didn't play, no Eisenhower, but she did get up to warm up at one point. Love that. And that was exciting. <laughs> um, Nabette, I didn't even really rate because I didn't see her. And then Swaby, I really enjoyed seeing Swaby come onto the pitch. I thought that was fun. I hope we get to see her maybe start on Wednesday. Um, I think you're perfect too, Amanda. Who do you think that she's starting for? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Anyone? I <laughs> Like, we keep changing things in the back line so much, it seems like, but Tyler, Lucy, I want to see her play forward again. She could start on Wednesday. You're right. Yeah. It's a friendly. It's a friendly. A it's a great opportunity for her to get some more experience and minutes. And let's also remember, like, she's a national team player. She's like, a great player. She's she good. She ha just hasn't gotten into her flow because she hasn't played enough minutes. But no, she's a great player. I've seen her in practice a lot, and I am impressed. Defensively, she's smart. She's going to bring a lot, I think, to the league overall. I think That's so, exciting. too. So I gave Swaby a seven. And I gave Jasmine Spencer also a seven. I felt like our subs were solid. Um, so sevens across the board, actually. I didn't even notice that until just now. But I also do think that there was more that could have been done. And I, I just feel really bad for how the result ended up. I know it's a tie, but it did feel. So what do you give Freya? <laughs> I mean, I think Ten. someone said it in the chat earlier, just like, were the subs good? And yeah. I think yes. So that being the tactical decision, I don't know how I feel about us having switched to the five in the back because I do feel like that added to some confusion in the back line. So I guess Freya gets a seven for this game. I don't even know where to put that. So I'm going to just so, put it down okay, here. So August 7th. Here's so. my thing. You gave Paige a 4.5, which not to be rude, but is the very spectator thing to do because you saw the last goal. Mm -hmm and you saw her near the first goal. But I don't think, besides the own goal, I'm not, I don't think she had a bad game. I feel like she's been doing a ton of covering for people and had to be in a lot of places. And I think she overall, not just this game, has been playing you know, pretty well, still getting into her form. And so I disagree. I agree fair. with Sarah, because I think it's the little things that people don't see. Like players are so aware of their spacing. I think she tracked she tracked those spaces that she was supposed to. She went in hard. I think overall the little things really showed and it's unfortunate like those moments were key that she was, she was around the goal and second there was the other one. But overall I think she, she had a great game. Yeah, I think Lauren said this the last match, uh, last match, last um, show too is defenders and keepers are the first to get blamed for things. So mm -hmm. I totally get what you're saying. Like, but you're yeah, still it doing is, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even, I'm nervous. Next year, I, 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 every time you're doing player ratings, give me like a heads up so I don't tune <laughs> in. I already told you, you got a 10. Yeah. Wasn't there. <laughs> Still a 10. Yeah. What could have Allie have done to get her up to that nine? Oh, good question. I think she deserves a nine because of her comment that she made 
after Ooh, the game. You give bonus points for yeah, post-match and, and locker room talk. Yeah, I think yeah. that affects the game on the field too. So. You're right, I, I mean, you're right. But, you're, but no, but I <laughs> still <laughs> give her a point. <laughs> I respect that, I respect that. Yeah, I agree with JR though also. Give the Paramount Plus camera work a four. I did not enjoy, I was asking yeah. JR, I was like, wait, Am I like not able to see the camera and the screen? I can't read the player numbers. It was like so out of focus. I was having a really hard time being able to like tell who was who. And you were saying earlier that there was they were streaming supposed from to be investing. Platforms. Okay, or that yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to be investing into like better cameras and things like that. But I did like also though that there were several broadcast opportunities. Mm -hmm. I know it was on Bally, it was on Paramount, it was on Twitch. And then we also had all of the radio broadcasts. Like, that says something. I'm sorry. Angel yeah, City rolls nice. deep. Yeah. So it's time for us to get to fan questions and just getting into the chat. So we have some good questions um, that we can start to address. Uh, are you going to... Are you allowed to answer this question? Are you going to take a shot at the... <laughs> Oh, are you going to take, take a, a shot, shot at the tailgate? Red Star. Yeah. Um, <gasps> duh. Yes. And don't say that it's Chicago's worst liquor. It's a Chicago tradition and it's called Malor, and you can't disrespect it like that. What does it taste like? What is it? Can you tell us what it is? It tastes, it... Like, it, it tastes like rubbing alcohol mixed with bugs. <laughs> oh, oh yum. No. Can't wait to try wait, that. Is, is oh, we'll be there. <laughs> Send it over. <laughs> so it's vodka? No. Gin? No. It's like brownish. I don't even know what. Wait, what kind? <laughs> oh, it's just Malort. It doesn't. Does it have a? No, thank you. I'm okay. scared now. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, you got to come over for proper 12:30. We take shots of proper 12 at 12:30. Guys, you take. <laughs> I shots? have to actually like go be with the team for the game. I can't just go around taking tons of shots. Why not? Why not? <laughs> okay, so let's see. Which team are we kicking out for the playoff spot? Um, all of them. No. <laughs> Who's above I mean, us right now? Um, right I'm now, Rain or above us? So Rain are going to have, they're going to win games. They're going to make the playoffs they always have. So that it's not going to be the Rain. Um, who else is a, Houston is like third. Houston That's will third drop because they always do. No offense, Houston. Mm -hmm. We can knock out Chicago. Kansas City is got, bye Kansas oh, City. <laughs> not Chicago? Well, just like the history of the league, I mean, yeah. Sure, let's knock out Chicago. Let's get this win and see where we go. But yeah, the hard thing about Rain though now at this point that we've lost to them twice because the tiebreaker rules are head to head first. Before you look at total wins, before you look at goal differential, it's head to head. Yeah. And because we've lost to them now, that's going to be a difficult ask because yeah. we're really going to have to do it up in points. Mm -hmm. I don't think they'll be on the cusp though. I think they're going to they're going to start winning games kind of like Portland did. You know, it was questionable, and then they went on a run. I think the Rain will do something similar. I hope not. If that's win. fine because we're gonna knock out some other team. Like so, Chicago. it's gone now. So I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who asked it, but should we be concerned that our goals, as of lately, are coming from defenders and midfielders and not our forwards? I wouldn't say worried. I would say kudos to them, but obviously, yes, we want more goals from our forwards. We were missing so many people for the last game. Like I don't think it's a concern, but we have constantly talked about like the attackers need to click a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like I'm not concerned because I just like goals. Um, I don't care who scores them or how, I just want them. So I'm not, I want more. Let's get some forwards out there and let's get more, but I don't yeah. care, score goals, get it, <laughs> even more. Okay, so then kind of on that, which player missing from the last game would have made the biggest difference in this match against Orlando? I think LaRue, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she already is used to the weather. She would be used to that craziness, so definitely. Yeah, Vanessa also would have been 
really helpful to kind of lead the back line and hold it down. She makes a lot of big time plays, so. And Sarah Gordon. Ooh, Gilles, yes. Gilles would have been nice, having a little strength there in the defense. Some power. Um, I did like Soccer USA's question. If Angel City gets a third kit, what color should it be? Pink. Light pink. Uh, just like solid pink? Pink. No, like a light offset pink. Because like say. right now we have like the pink shorts with like the palm trees. So you want like more solid pink, more I, pink? Just all, yeah, yeah. Full pink kit. We're on the same page. Yeah. I like that. I would like a pink kit, like fully pink. Yeah. That would be fun. It's made from distilling wormwood. See, I said it tastes like bugs. It's made from wormwood. A bitter herb known for its ability to kill stomach worms and parasites. Stop it! Why would anyone drink that? That's... Okay. Why? Our producer just said something really rude. And I'm not going to repeat it because... I'll repeat it. He said it's the deep dish of liquor. Real Chicagoans don't eat deep dish. How many times do I have to tell you Then why are you offended by it? Because... Why are you defending deep dish? People are always talking about, it's a casserole. It's cheese. And it's just... Too much for me. Wait, to is deep dish really considered a casserole? No, but that's. <laughs> what okay. How did this show go so left so fast? Get I'm hungry. Not drinking wormwood. I'll try it. I'll try it. Why not? Yeah, she's young. She'll try it. Well, I don't live here or go to the tailgates, but maybe next time I'm at one, you could possibly find Megan and give her one. Yeah, everybody yeah. find her and send her some. Right. Make her drink it on TikTok. <laughs> Oh God, let's not. Well, thank you all for your questions. We are running out of show, so let's get to stoppage time. Sarah, you yes. are up first. Okay, Woo. let's go. Okay, so I saw someone in the chat say, don't write off Houston. They have Daly, they have Ebony Salmon, they have um, Sanchez, and I agree, and that's what my stoppage time is actually about. It's about Ebony Salmon. She was not even playing in Louisville. Louisville, excuse me, that's how the real Louisville people did. Um, and now she's come to Houston, it hasn't even been two months and she's absolutely killing it. She has six goals. She's on like the, the 10 women board for who could win um, Golden Boot. And I just love to see it. I think it speaks to the fact that like, there are great players that just need the right environment. Mm -hmm. And she is now in the right environment. So I do think that finally Houston has a chance to make the playoffs. Um, and I, I'm good for Ebony Salmon. I, I like to see her succeeding in the league as a young player. That's exciting. Yeah. I also like to knock them out. <laughs> Same. I also think it's important too, because we know all the big names in, in NWSL, but we also have to give a lot of credit to all the other players in the league too. And mm -hmm. she's been doing great this season. Your turn, Jen. All right, my stoppage time is um, we need to show out on Wednesday, um, Angel City versus Tigres. I believe it's at 4 p.m. at the bank. And I think it was a big thing this weekend, or this past weekend at Leagues Cup when we had two of the Mexican teams and two LA teams playing against each, playing against each other. There was about a record of 71,000, I believe, more than the Super Bowl, so that says a lot. Not only are we a football and basketball city, but we are also a soccer city as well, which is a big thing for the city of Los Angeles. And I'm just really excited for the game Wednesday, and I think everyone should go and see two really great teams play. And I feel like this is a step in the right direction for women's soccer. I think if this turnout goes well, which it will, there could be a league's cut for women's, which would be awesome. And yeah, I'm really excited. So I'm, I'm gonna interject really quick, just for those watching at home that maybe are not as familiar with Liga M MX. Give us a little rundown real quick on Tigris and what we should watch for. Um, so I think they're very, they're a young squad, obviously, just like a lot of the teams in the league. But I do think that they have a lot of solid 
outside mids and forwards who are not afraid to dribble down the line. And obviously they have a different style of play than most NWSL teams. They're more like, I would say, they're physical, they're, they play a lot of tiki-taka, but I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm okay. not gonna say too much, but. <laughs> Exciting, I can't wait. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be a fun match. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice to have the exposure too. Exactly. I know the schedule kind of sucks, but <laughs> it works. All right. I'm up and mine is we have a race. We have a race for the golden boot finally. Alex Morgan had pulled away with it early, but Sophia Smith is making a run for it. They're both now tied at 11 goals each for the golden boot. And it's very exciting to see who's gonna pull out. And you know, we're gonna see some extra goals this season. Thorns have also moved up into that first place spot, which is super exciting. I think the goals for for the wave are 21 and Thorns on the season have 34 goals. Mm -hmm. So. It's gonna be a tight race, but I'm excited to see how this plays out. It's gonna be It's a cool to see a veteran and then, you know, a new yeah. two experience. And also, Sophia yeah. Smith, like, Alex Morgan has a lot of PKs. Sophia mm -hmm. Smith does not have as many PKs this in her shoot, which is very impressive. Yeah, very true. That'll be fun to see how it all plays out. I like a race. Where do you think Angel City ends the season in the standings? Regular season, obviously. Playoffs? Probably right at the line, I feel like Seven. at this point. like. It's hard because we see the first two slots really pulling away. Mm -hmm. But I do believe in our captain, I do believe Ali Rally, we're gonna make playoffs. Yeah. Chicago's yeah. going down. Someone in the chat brought up a good point. We do play Chicago twice. So, you know, we have to pull points on those games since, you know, they'll be probably, I mean, they're in what, fourth right now? They'll yeah. be right along the playoff line too. Mm -hmm. We'll get them. All right. Well, Saturday, LAFC is back at the bank and so is 110 football. Vince and Connor will be joined by the defenders of the bank, Philly and Scarf. Tune in or join them live outside of LAFC HQ for the pregame tailgate and instant reaction postgame following the match versus Charlotte. And it's time for some bittersweet news. This will actually be the final show we do in this format for Angels Wear Boots. We will no longer be doing these longer studio shows for either Angels Wear Boots or LAFC 360, but that does not mean we're all just going away. 110 Football will still be cranking out content for both the women's and men's side. Keep an eye out on all of 110's socials and of course our YouTube to see what we have coming up next. But we thank you all for joining us and hanging out with us and I'm gonna miss you girls so much. <laughs> I know, this isn't a goodbye though. It's not a goodbye, no. but like I get to see you every week. Very true. Though. You still have to fly down and visit us. Yeah. Okay, I'll come every to Monday. Malora, I guess. <laughs> Promise? No. Can we drink something better? We'll bring some wine. <laughs> there we go. On our desert island. Tequila. But I am wine excited for, for the con new content we'll be making together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, just keep keep an eye out. We'll definitely be around. It just won't look like this. We will learn anywhere. to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Our TikTok dancing will improve. It will improve. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bad Bunny tickets on you. Yeah. <laughs> September. Follow 110 Football and subscribe to this channel.